What's going on, everybody? My name is AJ Capasso. Unfortunately, today I am not going to be joined by my good friend Dylan Robinson. Unfortunately, something very major happened. Um, so my prayers are with him. Um, unfortunately, I can't speak about the subject, but um, my prayers are with him, and uh, I hope everything works out. So, um, on on a, on a better note, we are live right now on Parapost Network Central. If you don't know about Parapost Network Central, head over on Facebook to Parapost Network Central. You'll be able to check it out. We have everything from Parapost Marketplace to live investigations to all types of stuff. And also make sure to head over and check out www.globalghosthunt.com. If you have a paranormal team or you are a researcher and you want to Get more exposure. Global Ghost Hunt is a way to do that and preserve the history of the locations. So today we have an amazing guest. Her name is Nicole Gaspard. Let me bring her up right now. Hey, Nicole. How are you? Hey, how are you? Good, good. I'm sorry. Like I said, sorry. Uh, Dylan said is you know his he sent his best. Um, but he will, uh, he will be back. So, um, we will have you back on again with him. Hope everything's okay. Everything will be good. So, um, but I, uh, want to first ask you, what got you into the paranormal? Well, as I said earlier, um, as a medium, I really, the spirits and the experiences actually got my attention. (laughs) And besides besides the TV shows, you know, that we have now, you know, I do watch this pop with him or not. As much anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Now, when you connect with spirit, because I know that you you mm-hmm. said in the background that you work with the Warren Legacy Foundation. Now, speak yeah, a little bit about. You know, yeah, speak a little bit about what the foundation is, what you guys do. Um, so to the viewers. Sure. If you heard about the Warrens, the Edgarian Warrens from the Hunter Universe, and I'm still because I've been. A, fan of theirs for the longest time. And so Father Kim was actually the one that I've let me in. So I thank him and give him a shout out. So I do appreciate that opportunity to uh, further with my psychic abilities as well as I have a few. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So like, tell us, what do you do in the foundation? I know you told me in the background, but please tell our viewers. Sure, I'm also, besides the medium, um, I'm also what I like to call a psychic seer, where we can um, remote view. And uh, this remote viewing is where you can sense with things with your third eye. It's like seeing a movie picture at a certain locations. And uh, I don't mind helping out other teams in which I've had in the past. So, yeah, every time I think I do, it's like it gets much better. It kind of scares me sometimes. And I think it scares some people, too. You know, it's so funny. Like, I well, obviously, it definitely probably scares some people. Um, I know if I saw it happen, like, right in front of me, I'd probably be a little nervous myself, um, even though I'm a huge believer. But, you know, think of the way oh, I yeah. try to, like, the, the way I try to explain it to people for people to understand what it's like to see what your mind's eye is like. If I say the word apple right now, picture an apple in your, in your, in your head. And describe that apple in your head to the most detail that you possibly can till you physically physically can see it in your mind. And that's basically like exactly. what it's like. And it's 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 truly amazing when you get these imagers because I get them 
to the point where they flash so much in my mind's eye where it's almost like they cross my whole vision. And so I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's, it's pretty wild. I want to say hi real quick to, uh, Hey, Charlie, how are you? But, um, so tell me, what do you do to work on your gifts? Do you have to do anything or do you just, are you just fully open from the age zero all the way up? Hello? Okay, sorry. No, you're good. Oh, no, it's all right. Yeah, we did. Yeah, the Wi-Fi cut out. So I wanted to ask, like, what do you do to, um, like, get your gifts, like, ready? Or how do you strengthen your gifts? Or how do you work on them? I think a lot of us are born with, you know, the sixth sense. And at the introduction, we all have the ability. We just have to uh, develop it. And uh, luckily, there are mentors out there. You know, like the the Moy Legacy Foundation, they have a psychic group for a psychic. So, um, yeah, to help us develop. And w one of the ways that helped us develop was to have, like, games, you know, like, what's to the yeah. box, you know. Mm -hmm. And 99% of the time, I mean, we're not 100% correct all the time. But it's, you know, um, since we're humans. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, this, I like that game because it makes you a little bit better every time. Yep. You know, you might get some misses, but yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that absolutely. Helps a lot. No, that's great. You know, I'd love to find out ways that people that have gifts like yourself work on their abilities because some people I know don't have to do a single thing and they're very lucky, but some of us have this thing where it's like going to the gym. You have to work on that muscle right. and keep working on that muscle, you know? And so I was always wondering what it is. Like for me, I have to do meditation um, and I have to use binaural beats to open up my meditation third eye and key. chakra. Yeah, meditation is key. You're right. I always say that. And like I say, because um, I also play the piano, uh, we're, we're like fine instruments, right? And we have to practice. If we don't practice every day, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yep, you're absolutely right. I'm a musician myself. I play guitar. All right, awesome. And um, I always wanted to play piano, and I love that instrument. I and uh, I well, I would love to learn, to be honest. So um, I got to definitely connect and connect with you and learn because it's something I always wanted to learn. Because if I can learn piano, then I'll know the entire neck of the guitar. You know what I mean? And right, one thing I never, I never learned any kind of uh, notes. So it'd be nice to learn some... Uh, some good stuff from you, so uh, that'd oh, be yeah. great. Um, so yeah, you should be a teacher on the side, but I just never got around to it. Oh, hey, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Um, now, Thanks. what type of music do you play? Classical? Uh, what type? Well, variety, and I also compose my own music. Oh, really? So do I've, you put I've it out online? Like Doesn't sound yet. I'm mostly on YouTube or SoundCloud, and oh, I have awesome. a whole this. I put out, you know, on the disc. So, like, when I get older, I'll probably forget both of them anyway. So that's why I had to record them all. <laughs> and hey. I get it in more recording studios. So that's 
Hey, I still have my stuff up on SoundCloud from when I was 16 years old and I'm 36 this year. So yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Like it's a, it's a definitely a, a nostalgia memory holder for exactly. sure. I'll you be know? 52. So I was like, I'm getting there. <laughs> oh, please. You look so good for 52. I hope I look half as good as you for 52. Oh, thank you. That's my God. Be- oh my God. 52. If you never said that, I would have never even known. Yeah. I still get hardy. <laughs> You still get carded, see? That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, I wanted to ask, so what is one of the most serious investigations that you were a part of with the um, foundation? Well, like I said, I only did, like, remotely views. Yeah. I'm not really allowed to really say. Oh, okay. So how about for yourself? How about for yourself? Yeah, yeah, just, like, help wherever I can. and, And I did Investigations. I went to um, Alcatraz Island, and I've been to um, Winchester Mystery House. <laughs> oh, and, how um, was that? That was amazing. I wish I could have stayed longer, like overnight, but uh, I didn't have time for that. <laughs> what was the and energy actually, like? It was quite. I didn't miss the energy, like good and bad, you know, vibes there. And um, they let they let me take pictures where usually not allowed. So I told him what I do and stuff. Paranormal. So yeah, that was pretty cool. I was like, That's awesome. <laughs> that is so awesome. I wouldn't have totally got lost in there because you know it's oh, that house definitely. is so twisted. It's twisted. I tell you what, like her idea to make that house the way that she did, um genius. It's literally genius. It's literally is it's literally like a five dimensional object. It's it's crazy. It truly is. And like whoever does whoever helped her build that is a genius in itself. Like, you know what I right. mean? For her to come up now with remember, the idea. I remember there's something about the number thirteen. She was superstitious. Yeah. You know, everything was thirteen. Thirteen went uh bathrooms, thirteen I don't know, this thirteen post. Even the post was upside down. <laughs> wow. You know yeah. what? I think it has something to do with numerology, to be honest. Probably. I probably, you I know, because. That for a while. Yeah, you know, and I tell you what, there's a lot of it coming back around nowadays. And uh, oh, it's yeah. making a lot of sense. So I wouldn't doubt that, you know, she did use some type of numerology and because she did use divination, obviously. So, you know, who would know if she did that uh, numerology as well, you know? That's true. And I also never noticed, like, the old organ that doesn't play anymore and when in fact they heard it play mm. so of course i was that's drunk cr- that i played yeah yeah that definitely i mean i would just love to s- just be in there overnight just to feel like the energy of the room because for me like i can like my gift is feeling like i can feel the room mm-hmm. I, i'm an empath so i, I just love too, yeah. yeah i mean it's probably so much easier for you than me um but uh Ever since my near-death experience, it's just something that is uh, something I have. It's weird. And uh, like yeah, you said, it's hard to, ex- hard to explain, <laughs> like you said. Yeah, that's like, before I do prayers, even I make sure I can connect with swords. It makes it a little bit stronger. So I just found that out recently. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that's, what, that's one thing that I do do before I do a session or anything like that, like through my spirit box. I will always like make sure to you know pray to source and and do you know some kind of you know prayer oh, yeah. or something like Different that. 
Yeah, for protection and whatnot, definitely. Because, you know, I look at, people look at Ouija boards bad. Like, I don't know, what's your opinion on Ouija boards? Because I kind of think that having a spirit box is, like, almost worse for us than technically a, a Ouija board. And the reason why I say that is because we're actually messing with frequencies that we don't know of, whereas a Ouija board is just using our energy, or we're using an outside source. So, I think the Ouija board is, depends on how you use it with your intentions. It's not Mm -hmm. really bad. I mean, even Zozo is made up. So, it's a made up demonic. (laughs) Wait, say that again? Even Zozo yeah it's supposedly made up (laughs) made up demons but there are evil experiences i hear them both unfortunately so the Ouija board is like another definition tool as with the pendulum so it all depends on your intentions Mm -hmm. and especially if you're afraid of it that they can draw that fear and you know it won't turn out oh yeah Yep, definitely. And that's the worst thing that you can do is show fear. 110%, I mean, in my opinion. But, I mean... My advice... um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, please, Um, go ahead. My advice is, if you're afraid of using a Ouija board, maybe try something else, like the pendulum, or even thousand rods. Yeah. You know. Start small. Yeah. Definitely, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've I love using dowsing rods personally. Yeah, um, I love the energy of them. Yeah, and you know, it's so weird because like I'll have full conversations with my father through the spirit box, who passed away in 2020. But my grandmother who passed away. Thank you. Um, but my grandmother who was like my mother passed away like literally a couple days after him. And I've never really had anything up until recently say anything about my grandmother or my grandmother coming through the spirit box where my dad is very clear. And but when it comes to dowsing rods and I talk to about talk to her, she'll use them like it's going out of style. It's weird. It's the weirdest thing. But I mean, I guess it's a, you know, individual soul thing, you know. Yeah, I can relate. I, I also lost my dad in the. 2017 or 2018, somewhere around there. He oh, had I'm uh, so sorry. he had brain cancer of all things. Oh, um, I'm so sorry. Yeah, he was a great guy. <laughs> you know, so what? most I of my gifts come from that side of family, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. Was your dad um gifted? Uh, we think so. We, he was just afraid to use them. Yeah. See, you want to know what? I think my dad was gifted as well because. My dad had premonitions of what was going to happen after people passed away in our family. And everything that he has said has came true. And it's unfortunate because it's all negative stuff. It's not positive. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. So, but unfortunately, he was dead on. And, I, and it shocks me sometimes because it's like, how do you know? And then also, they said he had schizophrenia, the doctors. And one, I asked him, I'm like, what do you see? Because he was one of these people that would go to work every single day. You would never know that he had schizophrenia, according to the doctors, okay? So he would see actual people and animals. And one day we're sitting there and uh, I'm like, dad, tell me when you see something. I want to actually know what you're seeing. Um, I want to try and understand it. So we're sitting there watching TV and all of a sudden he turns his head 
And I go, what's the matter? And he goes, you don't see that guy in a top hat? He just walked through the wall, looked at us, then turned his head forward and walked right through the other wall. And oh, he, was, wow. he, he looked like he was from the 1920s. And I go, no, I didn't see him. And then all of a sudden, like we're watching the rest of the movie, and all of a sudden his leg starts twitching, and he's like kicking his leg. And I'm like, what's the matter, Dad? He goes, you don't see the black labs right here sitting in front of, us, of me. And he goes, he wants me to throw the ball, and he won't leave me alone until I throw the ball. He keeps scratching my leg. And I'm like, and I want, I'm like, I'm I thinking of myself. And I'm thinking to myself, like, like, like my dad was not a nutcase, like where, like, like you would think of as schizophrenia. Like, so I want to know, like, was he seeing spirit or was he seeing possibility? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's why yeah, I wonder about I mental exactly illness. What you mean. That's why I wonder about yeah, mental illness sometimes. I've heard something like that. People with um, like disabilities say, like, from my case, I have a rare disease. And among other things. <laughs> I mean, look at why. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. You're sorry. Finish what you're saying. Yeah, I was saying that's probably why I have so many trauma, and that's probably why I'm so open because yeah. I've experienced all those things. You know, I feel like I feel like certain souls come down here, and we take on too much right. than what we can handle. And I think some of us like reach our breaking points, and then that's when we get souls that sadly pass away by their own taking. And I, I think it's because of the soul path that they took was just too much they they couldn't handle. And I got that through a spirit box one time through from asking a question about it, and that's what they said. And it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I mean, I don't know how true that is. You know what I'm saying personally. Um, right. From my near-death experience, I didn't get to ask any questions. I just, I, I actually got, or I got more questions than answers. <laughs> so, That's you know, <laughs> yep, yep, you're right. Besides spirits and ghosts and whatnot, we see UFOs, aliens, now something like that. <laughs> no, like I wanted to ask you, I wanted to ask you about that. Now, you had a true UFO encounter? Oh, yeah, I had a few, actually. Not just one. I had quite a few throughout my life. Oh, please talk about them. It's like, where to start? That's why I wrote my book. So, um, yeah. it's like, in my book, like, I, I wrote that. I don't recall the exact date or time. Like, I wish I could have just taken notes after it happened. <laughs> so yeah. I highly recommend doing that. Take notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you can refer to it later on. Yeah, no, hey, well, in the moment, though, you're not thinking that. You know. No, you're not. So one of the most profound ones was when I was actually filming live, and I was outside. I like to film outside anyway, but um, I like to film the moon and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, I saw this bright. It looked like a star at first, mm. and then it was moving around. I mean, if I could still have this footage, I, I bet it's not deleted. Yeah. <laughs> then, then, and then I noticed some helicopters. Black helicopters circling it, and the weird wow. thing was. Wait, wait, wait! There was helicopters circling it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's more than two or three of them. Oh wow! So yeah, there was definitely some Black Hawk helicopters. Yeah. So I was like, um, and all of a sudden they were doing something to the moon. I don't know how to describe it. Really, it just gave me the goosebumps. Um, and it's just like a light bulb or something. That's what it looks like. 
<laughs> yeah. And then, um, and they were chasing it, and it went so fast, you know, and they had no sound. They usually have no sound anyway. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, I know. It just went it's, so fast. And I haunt that, that time. That is so wild because it's like every experience that I ever heard of, you know, a craft or anyone seeing a craft, it's always, it has no sound, and it's so quick that it's just... Here one minute, gone the next. You want to blink? You want to miss? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that's what that exactly. I mean, I saw a video recently of that was on the news, and these people were on a vacation, and they were near this mountain that was very well known for UFO activity, and they're taking a picture in front of the mountain, and they took like a rapid amount of pictures, and in one of the pictures, you could see two disc crafts going towards the uh towards the the mountain and it's oh, wow. so crazy because they never would have caught it if they weren't burst shooting their phone camera because nobody and, even and saw it phones. fly by yeah <laughs> it's wild and i even caught another one out in our backyard i should have called it backyard aliens <laughs> but um, yeah. i happened to look up and i saw it and there's another one it sucks Straight up, straight up to the moon. Wow. Like that now, what, now, did it have lights on it? I think it had like white light. Like yeah, one, like a like a single no white light. Yeah. Oh, it's like wow. orb. The ones I tend to see is like an orb shape and a small. So if, I don't know. Someone told me to look up, and I did. <laughs> I hate to look up, but you know, you know, you that like. I don't want to see something. <laughs> I know, seriously. Have you seen the jellyfish uh, footage? We've heard it. Not yet. You haven't watched it? Oh my gosh, I got to show you this. It's the creepiest thing I've We've ever seen in it. my Yeah, it's literally, it looks like a jellyfish, but the legs, the tentacles, I should say, are stiff. They're not like swaying in the wind or nothing. So Was I'm going to see like if I can. the military video? Yeah, it was a military video, and they watch it. it. They watch it go all the way out into uh, the ocean, and then dive into the ocean straight down without moving any parts of the body of the vehicle, and then all of a sudden shoot in a forty-five degree angle straight up and like turn into a star Dang. within seconds. That'd be USO. I think that's what they're called. Hold on, jellyfish UFO. I was just looking at that the other day, actually. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think it's wild, personally. I, I just it looks like a I thing can't. from Star Wars, you know. Like, it, it, it really does, like, because it's. It makes me wonder, like, what is it that we're seeing? Like, are we seeing interdimensional beings? Are we seeing? aliens from our universe like what is it that we're seeing you know or like with your experiences what do you think they are um i'm getting like they're unworldly i like how unworldly or inhuman <laughs> like so, inhuman um, yeah definitely what do you think about the miami mall incident that happened yeah i was watching that and i feel like it might have like a bit of a teens doing something like riots or something, and then they have, and then they have like the 
a portal opens, is what they say. And then more up there, they had that call for that instead of a riot. I don't know this conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. All but right, I we'll check. I just think it could happen. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. All right, check this out. This is the uh, jellyfish footage um, right after this little stream yard thing. Hold on one second. Oh, like, can you hear anything? Yeah. Oh, you can hear it all? Yeah, I can hear it. Okay, perfect. That's what I want to make sure. Sorry. <laughs> See the object some are calling this a jellyfish UFO, first spotted on a U.S. operation in Iraq back in 2018. But the video just making its way into the public eye this year. That's only caught in the thermal imaging. That's not caught in anything else besides thermal imaging. They sent soldiers out there and everything. Does not comment on the authenticity of alleged DOD material that may have been leaked, adding that the department's commitment to openness must also be balanced with its, quote, obligation to protect sensitive information sources and methods. Well, this evening, I spoke with UFO researcher Ben Hansen about this DOD response. So this is pretty standard. I think the frustrating thing, though, is that uh, they, they have to be kind of put in a corner, like Jeremy said, um, that it's already out there. And, and most people would, you know, surmise that it's one of theirs before they finally acknowledge it. And that, that, you know, go back to the transparency issue that we've always been battling. Thank you for watching. Go to newsnationnow.com to find NewsNation on your television provider. And don't forget to click the okay. red subscribe yeah, button below to get more of NewsNation's fact-driven, unbiased. Like, just the way that that looks like in the cool whole though. story, the whole story behind it, too, which is so wild, is that it was shown only in the thermal imaging and there were it, like they sent soldiers out with night vision and it wouldn't show up on the night vision. It would only show up on the thermal, thermal imaging. And then they were able to track it all the way out into the ocean, like miles out into the ocean. And then it literally just went straight down into the ocean. And then all of a sudden, like 45 minutes later, it just like shot up in a 45 degree angle and just went off into a star. Oh, wow. You know, looking at it from another video, he was able to zoom in on it, you know? And yeah. it looked like aliens guiding that thing. Oh, definitely. That, it looks like an those, alien um, machine. Yeah. Well, I, I have this theory. I have this theory, and as a medium, I want your, I want your opinion on this. Sure. So we've been hit with solar flares a lot lately, okay? And yeah. that'll raise the frequency and vibration of the Earth. So if that if that happens, do you think that these interdimensional beings can be being seen more often in our reality because of that? Are the frequency and vibration of the earth raising? I feel it is, yeah. I think it helps a lot. Like a certain moon phase. Yeah. You know, and uh, they're out there in the storms. I see them in the storms too. Yeah, that's what I see. That's what I always wondered. Hey, what's up, Nando? How are you? Hey. <laughs> but so, um, I see. I know it's it's hard because I know you can't talk about uh 
uh, the stuff that you did, you know, the foundation and stuff. So, um, more about your UFO though encounters, what would be your craziest encounter that you haven't told me yet? And there's one that comes to mind is, um, it happened back in our former house in, uh, Temecula, California. And, um, I had quite a few sightings over there in Temecula. And, you know, California, I was doing research. California, excuse me, California and Florida has the most sightings. The UFO wow. sightings. Between us. I, well, I never would have thought California. I mean, California kind of makes sense. I never would have thought that, though. I thought maybe, like, Nevada area, probably. Oh, yeah, Nevada. They're everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's like spirits. They're everywhere. But um, yep. so what happened that time when I, it was getting towards the evening, and we had a two-story house, and uh, something told me to go upstairs. And then, so it looked out the window, so I did. And then all of a sudden, I see this huge crap. You know, it's wow. like not too far like, from my house. I can almost uh, touch it. <laughs> I was going to say, is that close? Not close. I'm like, here's the house. Here's <laughs> everything. Oh my gosh. Now, did you feel any energy coming off of it or was it just nothing? Yeah, I wasn't really afraid. That's the main, that's a weird thing. You know, usually you would be afraid if I were that close. But actually, I felt more peace and calm than anything. Like, I was more in awe. I like to say that I was more in awe and wonderment because it was so close. From the craft, though, were you feeling any electricity from it? Like, were you feeling any type of, like, feeling from it? Like, like, do you remember any of that type of uh, interaction yeah, that you had? Yeah, probably was, yeah. Yeah. Because I get the it, feeling, yeah. I was going to say, if it's bending gravity, I wanted to know what that felt like. You know what I mean? Like, what you were like, feeling in that moment. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it could have easily enough to me, but... I don't recall it unless they erase my memory, but you know, it's possible. <laughs> it definitely months. possible. Definitely, definitely but possible. Yeah, um, I did had a last year. I had my first past life regression. Oh no way! And, mm -hmm. Well, if you don't, yeah, would you do mind sharing awesome. about it? Sure, she's awesome. I'm gonna give her a shout out, Mary Bassett. I highly recommend her too, and. Uh, Anyway, she does past life UFO uh, regressions. And so she did a past life with me because I felt like an old soul, you know, like you mentioned earlier. So she yeah. said, um, I always had this fear of water, well, like drowning. Whenever I'm in the deep end. Yeah. I feel like I'm drowning in the past life. But you know what? I drove in the ocean. Really? Yeah, and I saw that. I saw was a lady in a white dress, and um, I was on a rock. It probably on a cliff, and I fell down. Oh ocean. my gosh, that is so crazy! There is so many like stories of like well cases. I shouldn't say stories, but cases of reincarnation, kids coming back, and like oh, yeah, actually yeah. calling out their killer, like. That's how serious it gets. So, or like, I totally, yeah, I totally believe in past life regression. Uh, you know, Dolores Cannon. I think I've heard of her. She did her whole work on past life regression, and 
they helped her understand the afterlife and what, um, you know, basically it's like and all that kind of stuff. They like mapped it out for her or through all these past life regressions through thousands of them. And yeah. she, she was an amazing, amazing person with a lot of knowledge that passed away. Not, not too, too long ago, but a little while ago. And, uh, she was talking about a shift that the earth is going through that started in 2003 that we're moving into 5d and, um, it's going to be completed sometime around 2020, I don't know, 2027 to 2030 or something. She was talking, I think. And I'm like, that's pretty, pretty wild. She's saying that because look at how the world is right now, how crazy everything is. The energy is, Yeah. you know, it's, well, it's weird to think. Yeah. The UFO stuff. I mean, but I mean, you know, is it misinformation? Is it really, um, uh, aliens? Is it really interdimensional beings? Like, what is it, you know? And why aren't we talking about it more? Right, I think a lot of us are afraid to talk about it because we don't want to end up in a nut house. <laughs> but you can't, you can't wind up in a nut house when the government already comes out and says that they don't know what it is. That's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that shouldn't be an issue anymore. The problem is, is why isn't the government talking more about it? You release footage, stop releasing it in little pieces. Just give that us the entire right. thing. And they're trying to do that, I think, so that we don't have a panic or freak out. Yeah, I was like, look what happens to us when we had, you know, if I'm allowed to say it, COVID. We bought out tons of TP paper and we were afraid. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why they didn't want to tell us the whole story. I mean, so. I mean yeah, we can't yeah. even handle toilet paper. We can't even, yes, we can't even handle a lot of things right now. So I can imagine why they're doing that. You're absolutely right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Definitely. Definitely. But I would but, like to know more than what they're actually telling us. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I want to know, is it interdimensional or is it parallel universes? It, what is it? What, like, where are they coming from? Like, how are they getting here? You know, like, are they really just flying in? Like, you know, why aren't we seeing more of them on the space station then? You know, from the space station, right. you know? Or are we and we're just not being told? I'm gonna admit everything is this. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, we. I highly uh, recommend it. I don't know if you heard of Barry Littleton. He's an yeah. easy, perfect UFO experiencer. and I like how he explains what he sees. So I highly recommend watching him. I definitely will. He was on my show too when I first started out. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! So yeah, that was cool. That is awesome. So, that is awesome. And he explains it better than the way I could ever explain it. <laughs> and there yeah, are different no. ways that they could have possibly entered our world like the spirits do. They have to come through a portal. Yeah. It could be mirrors. It could be DVD player. What they're supposed to get at the mall. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no you're right. It could be anything at all. Now, I have a theory for you. What if this whole entire time... We're, we think we're talking to spirits, but in reality, we're talking to interdimensional yeah. beings. Yeah. What if? Yeah, it makes you think, huh? It's like, yeah. We have to be careful yeah. what, uh, what um, we're talking to. <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? Because, like, in a spirit box session, there's been multiple times where they finished my sentence or given me my answer oh, yeah. before yeah, I they finished do that to my... me all the time. 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know what I'm thinking. So are you yeah. a spirit or are you something more? You know, what is it? You know, and it makes me wonder, or or is it this? Or is it us? Are we that powerful and I we think, don't know I think it? it should be us too because there, there are such things as time slips. And when we think of it, there, um, we see a shadow from the future. It should be us. It's yeah. like, let's say we can be making a sandwich wearing a hoodie and we see our younger self. And I, I agree with that. Happens. I agree with that. <laughs> I heard that it's, on Jim Harold's. I like keeping on my show too. That's awesome. I, I love yeah. talking about like philosophy, stuff like that, because it's, it's very, it's very interesting to question everything, you know? Yeah, yeah, you have to. <laughs> I mean, I think, yeah, I think nowadays it's very important to question everything because you never know. Like, even as just a regular paranormal investigator, like, you have to question everything. Like, you can't oh, just yeah. walk around and say, oh, that was spirit, that was spirit, that was spirit. Like, you have to, even if you know in your heart, like, oh, I, you know, I'm so used to this now, I know it's spirit. It's like you still have to check to make sure, you know. Yeah, I like you to do your homework too or research. But for me yeah. as a medium, I prefer to do that afterwards. No, I do too. So, no, I, I know I prefer to do it afterwards too, actually. And that, and I'm glad you said that because I wanted to get your intake on that because I I always like doing mine afterwards because that's how I know if it's truly lining up with something. Instead of going in there with my intention of knowing, then mm -hmm. there's no way that I can mess with my device to know the answer. Right. I think it's, I think it, um we should know at least a little bit, but not a whole lot, so we can ask the correct questions. Yeah, that might help the situation there. So that's that's how I like to do. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's so awesome. That you is know, so I awesome. I haven't been out in a field lately, but yeah, I also do it remotely, so it's about the same thing. Oh, if you, you have the, the gift, if you have the gift, yeah, if you have that gift, then it doesn't matter. You could do it right from where you are. I mean, don't my friend me, John. Me. <laughs> hey, my friend John does cold cases through a spirit box, and he does them right from his home, live on Facebook through Streamyard and everything, and he gets he gets amazing things. So, I mean, uh, you could you can we are one consciousness. That is, we are an extension of one consciousness, and I believe we can call on anybody in that consciousness field. Oh, yeah, we can call connected. upon them. Yeah, we could bring them to us instead of us having to go to them. That's true. That's you like know? last night, and you know, they always wake me up. It's like, like I'm used to it now. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I went. I went through that. I went through that, and I and I had to put a boundary down, and I had to say. When I'm sleeping, I'm sorry, but this is my time, and I'm sorry. I have sorry. to do that, too, now. <laughs> yeah. I felt I bad not being able to help them, but yeah, you have to your rest, too. Yeah, you exactly, know? exactly. I apologize if you hear my dog going crazy. Someone just came no home, so yeah, he's we going have dogs nuts. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but yeah, no, so I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on, um, I appreciate you taking the time to come on and uh, help out my friend Dylan. Um, unfortunately, like I said, he, he wasn't sure, able to make it tonight. But uh, I want to reschedule to have you come on so that he gets to ask you some of his questions um, that sure. I know he had. So um, I'll give you some dates and we'll set some stuff up. But I appreciate you so much for coming on. Thank you for sharing sure, some of your anytime. experiences. Thank you for having me on. 
Yeah, and definitely. And and uh, I greatly appreciate your time. It was great to get to know you. Sure. Thank you. Likewise. All right. Have a great night. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. Wow, everybody. So, like I said, um, Dylan wasn't able to make it tonight. I just want to give a shout out to him. I know he'll check this out later. I love you, brother. Hope all is well. Um, another great episode of Halfway Paranormal Podcast. Check it out every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, we're going to have another guest next week. Um, it's going to be somebody that I'm going to be releasing a little bit later in the week. So check out Halfway Paranormal Podcast on all the social medias and get ready for another great episode as we tune in to another great week. So thank you guys so much for tuning in for this episode. My name is AJ Capasso, and I am the special host with Dylan Robinson, who is the host of Halfway Paranormal Podcast. Take care and stay spooky. Mm -hmm.